Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges, still in chapter 2, looking at verses 6 and 7 in the New King James Version. The beginning paragraph is a repetition of uh, speaking of the government under Joshua and of his death and burial, which happened in Joshua chapter 24, verses 29 and 30. So it's like kind of reiterating what's going on. The angel had already come. He had foretold that the Canaanites and their idols would be a snare to Israel. Now the historian undertakes to show it to be so. Let's listen to God's word. It reads, And when Joshua had dismissed the people, the children of Israel went each to his own inheritance to possess the land. So the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the other elders who outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great works of the Lord, which he had done for Israel. Again, that's Judges chapter 2, verses 6 and 7 from the New King James Version, which gives this section the title, Death of Joshua. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this was Judges Chapter 2 verses 6 and 7 from the New King James Version. And in this section, we're going to talk about the new generation of Israel. The beginning paragraph is only a repetition of Israel's good character during the government of Joshua and of his death and burial. And the death and burial took place in Joshua chapter 24, verses 29 and 30. And uh, what comes now is like a, an account just kind of following it up letting you know which um uh get, letting us know and setting the stage to to what's about to happen it's going to show us the degeneracy the moral decay and the apostasy of god's people they have falling they are going to fall away from their beliefs in the true and living God. And remember, that, remember, the angel had told them this. He foretold that the Canaanites and their idols would be a snare to Israel. But, you know, as long as Joshua and godly leaders were alive, they stayed on the straight and narrow. They did what they were supposed to do. But as soon as those leaders who kept them, uh, kept God before their eyes, as soon as those leaders left the scene, then the children of Israel, then the, the book of Judges says, they do what's, what they thought was right in their own eyes. But let me continue reading. 
This chapter, these verses, the, uh, verse 6, also serves to show that at Joshua's death, there is a transition to the leadership of the judges in Israel. Judges 2 begins as retrospective, looking back to the days even before the death of Joshua. Joshua distributed the land among the children of Israel. He dismissed them to the quiet and comfort of their possession. So they should have done, you know, follow if they had followed his instructions, they would have been successful. But we've already read Judah was the most most successful. He only uh, did not capture one of the uh, his allotted places that he was, should have gotten. But the other tribes were mostly unsuccessful, and Dan was totally unsuccessful. The tribe of Dan was totally unsuccessful. But again, let me get back to what the commentaries had to say. Joshua did his part. He distributed the land. He sent them away, each man, each tribe, and each man to his inheritance. No doubt giving them a blessing, giving them his blessing. And this was a hopeful response to the angel of the Lord started when Joshua was, was still alive. So as we listen to this, you know, it's saying in one of the commentaries that Joshua was probably still alive when God had to reprimand him and warn them. Well, he actually warned them that, you know, if you don't take, tear down these idols and these altars, you're going to succumb to what's going on around you. And how true is that in human existence? In high school, we want to be with the cool kids. We want to do what they do. In college, same thing. As we get older, same thing. When our environment kind of sets the stage for what we choose to do. So this is this is not anything new. This is human nature. That, you know, if I don't get get rid of or stay away from bad influences, those bad influences will influence me. And that's what we need to teach our children also. Let me continue to read. So the uh, people served the Lord all the days of Joshua. Israel served God under Joshua's leadership and under the leadership of those who had lived to see Yahweh's work on their behalf in bringing them into the land. So they lived through the Exodus. They survived uh, um, the giants when they went to spy out the land and saw the giants. And Caleb and Joshua came with a good report and the other spies came with a bad report. And uh, let me keep reading. Joshua's legacy was seen in the godliness of Israel during his leadership. He was truly one of history's great men of God. Israel continued in faith and the fear of God and God's holy name as long as Joshua lived. As they went to their possessions with good resolutions to stay with God, they persisted for some time and they stuck to their word. I'm going to follow what God says do. I'm not going to stray. I'm not going to serve false idols. So as long as they had good rulers and good examples, they got good um, it gave them good instructions and reproved and restrained the corruption that crept among them. And as long as they had a fresh remembrance of the great things God did for them when he brought them out of Canaan, 
they did right. They did what was right. Those that had seen the wonders had much uh, had a sense to believe what their eyes had seen because they saw it. And they had a reason to serve God. But those who uh, did not, had not seen it, they did not believe. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that as we study your word, it does keep us from falling into moral decay. It does keep us from falling into apostasy. It keeps us from falling away from belief and believing in you as the true and living God. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that reminds us, as that angel did the children of Israel, that we need to obey you, to trust you, to believe you, to uh, live a godly life. We thank you, Father. We thank you that there is no other God that we should bow before. There is no God that we need to pack in our pocket or put on a shelf or wear around our necks like an albatross. We thank you for that, Father. We thank you that we can. You're in our hearts, and you're on our, and we're on your heart. And we thank you for that, Father. Father, we pray for those who need you in a special way. You know the needs of so many. We're praying for the wars and conflicts all over the world. We're praying for wars and conflicts here, in homes, in families, in businesses, in churches, wherever they are. God, we're praying for uh, calm minds, wisdom, understanding to prevail. Praying for the leaders, especially in Russia, especially in the Ukraine, and all those who are trying to help in that situation. Give them wisdom. Give them compassion. Give them understanding. Give them a, a, a sense of wanting to help the people because there have been so many deaths, Father. Not just in that conflict. There are others uh, you know what they are and where they are. And we're praying for your uh, hedge of protection around your people. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.